Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the set of the Tanya Joy Show. So happy to see you here today. Thank you for joining us for another amazing show. And for those of you that are new, you can click on this QR code that will take you to our website. It will give you all the information that you might possibly need or want. Or if you want to follow us somewhere, you'll find all of those links there, how to support the show, all that good stuff, all the technical stuff, right? And um, we're just grateful to have you today. So I've got my good friend, Michelle Peterson, who you many of you know, because we've done quite a few shows together. We actually broke her story first on this show about a year ago now. And um, she has taken truly the ashes of what they walked through and they're turning it into something beautiful. God is redeeming her story and her family's story. And so we've got some really exciting things for you tonight. We've also got Mary Flynn O'Neill with us and she is with America's Future and her and Michelle are working together and they're doing this unbelievable event in Illinois coming up at the end of this month in January. So we're gonna talk about all of that and more. Thank you for joining, I'm Tanya Joy and this is The Tanya Joy Show. Okay, well, we weren't shocked over again. Now, welcome back to the show. As well, I'm so excited to have you both on the show. And I know we had such good uh, feedback and reception. General Flynn, what an honor. Joshua Joshua tracked me down in a big tent of about 4,000 people. How are you? I am feeling so great. Hello, everybody. Thank God, I am wonderfully great. Hello. Thank you very much. Because... What is prayer? I'm just doing, you know what I mean? And it, I'm thrilled to be here with the two of you. <laughs> Me too. It's like, and that's who these crazies, these evil ones. It is. You said it oh, right. Good job. Perfect. All right. The Gibson sisters. We are so excited to have them on with us on Resistance Chicks today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's time to rise. These people that get higher up. How? Sometimes I've thought. These are glory days and not gloomy days. Like I love it. <laughs> So, you know, and it, it kind of works. What's awesome about the tour is people like you. Good. I love the applause. That's cool. There we go. Thank Hi, you. Joy. Everybody, welcome. We are so excited. Are you ready to get the show on the road? Let's go. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to bring Michelle and Mary on in. Hello. Oh, look at now you guys are in a different spot. How about that? <laughs> welcome Hello. to the show, ladies. Thank welcome. you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's so, yes. It's so great to have you here. So let's just get jump right in. What are the dates? First, let's talk about this event because I want to talk about it multiple times so people know. So first, give the details of, of that so that we uh, can have that right up front for everybody. Yeah. So, so I, I, uh, so this is Project Defend and Protect Our Children. America's Future has launched this last year at Mar-a-Lago, and it is a summit and uh, training for the grassroots, for the communities to learn about child exploitation and children uh, being trafficked and signs and all kinds of tools they'll learn at this summit. And we have a great panel uh, that puts on, we're also going to have uh, Into the Light, uh, Mike Smith's second uh, uh, version of, um, well, From Out of Shadows Into the Light, and um, a great panel on AI, medical uh, 
community training, all kinds of all kinds of great stuff for the community. And it's uh, being hosted by Michelle at um, her church, uh, the Fox is it Fox Lutheran? Yep, Fox River Lutheran. Fox River Lutheran. And that is the 26th and 27th of January. And so it's going to be fun. It's going to be very educational. Really, really, it gets deep. Uh, the panel is an excellent panel. Um, and um, Laura Logan is the one who emcees this. And uh, she runs that panel. And she runs the the, the summit. So it's, it's really, we have a lot of good people on that panel. Tara Rodez is on that panel. So Boz and Tina. It's amazing. I, I'm so sad because I was going to be there. I was going to sing actually the first night and I ended up getting oh, like, yeah, I, that's right. I got a, a job, a gig that I have to sing now be on a set right. somewhere else. And I was like, oh my gosh, but my heart will be there because I love this. This is so, so oh, good. That's and so great. important. That's what you do. You have a voice. I've heard you. Yes. I have, I sing ah, and act. I know. And when I, you know, yes, it's like yes, you're yes. constantly auditioning. And then once you get a job, you don't know when it's going to be. And oh, then no, all of a sudden right. they're like, you have to be there. So anyway, Anyway, that's not what this is about, um, but I'm glad. So I've got that and we'll keep talking about that as we go. So yeah. let's now backtrack a little bit and let's talk about all the things that are going on. Michelle, get a, an update and let's talk about these bills and just, my gosh, I mean, 2024 started and, you know, the the can of worms is flying everywhere, I feel like, which is good. Yeah. yeah. So um as you know, just to kind of recap our story, we ended up with the first grooming conviction in the United States. And with that, I met a sex trafficking investigator who then told me that they use our grooming case for all of the trafficking cases that they bust. And in the process of all of that, she said the reason that is the case in the last 10 years is because they end up taking a plea deal. So what we were doing then was trying to get a bill or a law put in place in all 50 states whereby somebody who's charged with grooming would not be able to take a plea deal. So I first started off talking to my state rep, Jed Davis, and he was all for it. And so we have a grooming law in Illinois and actually found out through all of this that Illinois is the only state that has a grooming law. There is a federal grooming law, but we are the only state that has a grooming law. So what he did was add verbiage onto the back of the grooming law at the very end that states that if somebody is charged with grooming that they wouldn't be able to take a plea deal. But he took it a step further and also added in there that somebody who is charged with trafficking could not take a plea deal. And then inside that law, we also put, or yeah, inside the law, we also put verbiage um, that would pertain to somebody who's on the sex offender registry so that they can't frequent places of entertainment that cater to children. So he also added that verbiage in there for me. Um, and explain when, explain to, to the layperson who goes, what's a plea deal? Like explain the difference so that, because I, sure we have to be so specific nowadays because right. some people right. just don't understand. And I want everyone to understand just how vital and important this is. Right. So plea deals really became a thing in our DOJ, I think, because they needed to clear a way, they, had, they needed a way to clear out the court system. Um, and so what they did was if somebody's charged with one crime, they can take a, a lesser penalty if they just plead guilty to that and then bypass the whole court system. So that's what ends up happening. So they get charged with grooming, like, well, I'll plead down to something else. And I have no idea what they would plead down to because I'm not in that realm. But they take a plea deal. They are guilty for that instead of grooming. And then they get out and never have to go through any sentencing or even the court system at all. 
And so they're never held accountable for this. So what this will do is actually not allow that to happen. Now, there's a lot of people out there who say that this isn't constitutional, but there's no one in the Constitution that says that you should be allowed to take a plea deal. It's just a way to clear out the court systems. I actually had a conversation with um, an attorney and he said, well, this is just, you know, the scales of justice and this is how this is and this is, you know, how this works. And I said, so let me just relate that to the medical field, which is what I'm familiar with. So if we have a bunch of people in the emergency room with heart attacks and we go through and say, okay, your heart attack is not as bad as that guy's heart attack. So we're going to send you home with some aspirin. And that's how we're going to clear out the Mm -hmm. emergency room. Now that would never happen in the medical field. So it should never happen in our justice system. Our justice system is broken. And this is just one way that we are trying to rectify that situation. So, um, fantastic. Yeah. And so Florida, um, through Mary Flynn O'Neill and through general Flynn, they got me hooked up with some, um, attorneys and paralegals in Florida and Amy, Ellie Hopper, who is a paralegal. She has really taken this under her wing and taken off with this. And she helped with the verbiage and got a hold of, um, some of the state reps and they took our bill or our law from Illinois and then the proposed bill and verbiage and kind of combined all of that. And they now have a bill, um, that will be coming out on the floor, uh, that will actually put a grooming law on the books for Florida. And that's what you're looking at right there. Wow. Now, if I Mm -hmm. click on these, will they open the actual verbiage? They should maybe. Yeah, look like it fully does, but but you can see. I mean, look at this is just today. That's amazing. Yeah. So, the the House bill, if people want to look it up, though, for Florida is HB one one three five. Uh huh. And then here in Illinois, they still had to get a House bill, even if they're changing some of the verbiage in the current law, and that is House Bill forty three forty, I believe, and that was put in by Jed Davis. So now we just got to get some folks behind this. And Jed is trying to get bipartisan support on this um, mm-hmm. because we all have children. So this isn't a partisan issue. This should be a human rights issue. This should be an issue that is um, overseen by God. And I think that is why this whole thing has come to fruition the way that it has. And God has had his hand all over this from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, Tanya, we went to court and the teacher who was uh, grooming my son had offered him money for oral sex up to $1,500. He was going to take a plea deal. We end up going to court in August of 2013. He decides he's not going to take a plea deal. And then in July of that year is when the grooming law came into effect in Illinois. So the um, state's attorney at the time went after that grooming law. And that's how we end up with the very first grooming conviction. So it took us three years to get that guy convicted. And had we even done it months sooner, we would have never had that. Yeah. And so that's why I always say God's hand has been all over this. Um, as horrible as those three years was um, to see this and actually have something good come out of this on the backside is just unbelievable. Um, you were there the weekend that I met Amy Coelho, the investigator, and for her to tell me that my tenacity and my son's willingness to come forward to have, we've saved thousands of lives. You know, I was a hot mess. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even hold it together. I know you guys were, I looked, I'm like, 
what's wrong? Are you okay? You know, I just was, we were just doing like introductions, like, right. oh, Michelle, I want you to meet, uh, you know, Amy and this is my friend Michelle. And I turn around the next thing, you know, I'm like, what, what's wrong? Like you're, you're sobbing. And I mean, and Amy was crying. Was like it was, unbelievable. that was such an unbelievable moment. Yeah, it was unbelievable. The, the one thing too, Amy said, she goes, Michelle, you have to understand in our cases, we get a case file. We don't even know your son's name because he was a minor. All we have is his initials. We don't know the history or the stories behind anything. We just have that conviction and that's what we need. So to actually, she said, actually meet me and to hear the story behind all of this and what we had to go through just made so much, you know, meant so much more to her in how they use our case now because she knows it wasn't easy. And she now knows what we had to go through personally to get this to actually happen. So she said she just appreciates the whole thing that much more. So, and I, Never once ever thought that my son would be trafficked. And she said, had that teacher gotten his hands on my son, he wouldn't have kept him for himself. He would have trafficked him if even only through their own little group. Yep. So that was a gut punch for me. And that's why I've been on fire again since January of last year to really hone in on this and, and not give up and keep fighting. And we have now Iowa is on board. Missouri is on board. Kansas is on board. Texas is looking at this. So we have a lot more states that are actually looking at this to make this a law in their state as well. How would it get, how, how do we get this? So excuse me if this is a dumb question, but I just am curious, is it best to start at the state level like this, get it through all 50 states and then bring it to the federal level? Or is there some validity to also trying to push it at that federal level at the same time? Well, I actually talked to Amy about that. So Amy is also a paralegal and she said to do it concurrently is okay to do. So I have reached out to several um, federal senators and representatives. So I'm just waiting to hear back from somebody. I just need one to pick mm -hmm. it up. So if there's anybody out there that has a personal connection with a federal representative or senator that I can get in contact with, you know, that would, that would be helpful too, or even on a state level, um, it's always best to have somebody with a personal contact, you know, who can text their senator or their representative and say, hey, I have a bill I really need you to look at, you know, and if we can't do it for this session, then hopefully next session. It's amazing. Mary, what do you want to add to all this? Because well, you've been working in this for a long time. Yeah, I have. I mean, this this uh, is a, a good time in our uh, environment today that we talk about this grooming because with, with everything we've seen in the past couple of years since this administration has been uh, occupying, um, they've pushed um, all these really disgusting, you know, books and transgender yeah. and all this kind of stuff on our children and schools. And, and so that's a type of grooming. And it's also now up to a point where it's teaching. Uh -huh. and they're trying to teach children that it's okay to you can do this. See, you can do this. So, and that's what traffickers do. Traffickers will grab a kid, get a kid. And that's what they do. They torture them and they say that you're going to do this and they show them these things and that's, and they have to do this process of grooming and teaching. So it's a really good time for us to, um, you know, prevent prevention is a big deal. So if you can get the groomer before they start the, the, before they actually attack the child and physically harm the child. I mean, they've already mentally harmed the child, you know, by these, these types of grooming, these kind of messages that Michelle talks about her son receiving that stuff is mm -hmm. very hard for a child to um, 
comprehend, mm -hmm. you know, uh, especially a young man with a, with a man, a teacher, you know, yeah. so, um, you know, it's, it's a good time for this stuff to be talked about and, and to be pushing the, the politicians to do this stuff. I mean, it's, they have to stand up for children and these uh, policies and these laws. Now we need to change a few laws. Yeah. We need to take a few acts out, which is one of them is the Clinton act that needs to go. That is an adoption and family act that needs to go. That is the, that is the act that actually, um, you know, actually took the parents right away in 15 months and, and opened up all these agencies that, you know, uh, CPS has all these, you know, this flush of, you know, CASA, all this money that mm -hmm. opened up for all these agencies to, you know, basically, and we know are trafficking children. Our government is trafficking children. So, so we need, we need to put the pressure on, keep the pressure on the politicians and, um, and because you, you know, you, you know, who's doing things and who's not nowadays. I mean, you just do. I mean, and Republicans and Democrats, this is not a, po a political thing. This is protecting children. So mm -hmm. when you see these people not standing up and being as passionate as we are and many men, mothers are, you know, women are, but, but men are too. I mean, you know, there was a, a man that just shot. Uh, a stepfather, a case where the father, you know, shot, shot the stepfather because he, 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 you know, in court, it came out that he, he had raped a child, you know? So, you know, there, he, you know, people, I saw, you know, I was listening to comments and so forth and people are, they're fed up right with, with this. And so we are going to have that kind of thing happen where, you know, a parent is going to, take that into their own hands because yes. law enforcement are not doing anything right. and, they're, and they're not trained. They're just not trained properly. They're about six years behind the criminals. I mean, the criminals are so far ahead of them, especially with AI now coming out. I mean, yeah. they, these, these cell phones, this, in fact, there was a kidnapping that, that happened occurred due to the fact that it was AI uh, on a child in Arizona. There was a case it just came out this the, the more and more of this stuff is going to is going to be happening so so these bills you know michelle pushing this across the country i mean it once we get one good one you know like maybe florida is going to be it yeah then, then that is going to give a federal you know a federal politician somebody who's on the federal level that'll give them a, like a okay this happened here. yeah so that just that's just something to to give them so they're all set because they 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 got to do their work for us you know they got to work for us and uh, if that's happening and there's other states then why not that'll help them get it get it federally it should be a federal law it should be once right? it once it goes so once there's you know this grooming law could that then actually be something that you go after the schools and the education system that is putting these books in because now they're technically providing things that are grooming the kids. Well, that's the scare. That's what they're scared of. Yeah, that would be great. That would be so fantastic. That's right. why That's why they hesitate. You know, that's why they don't want, you know, because that can open up a large can of worms yep. for many schools. Yeah. I'm not sure, though, if you're familiar here, Tanya in Illinois, J.B. Pritzker actually stops that from happening. He put an executive order in that you cannot go after teachers or librarians for the books that they have in their schools or on their shelves. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just unbelievable. So what are you going to, let's yeah. just go after Pritzker then. Right. 
Well, sure, he's well, got immunity too. He's part of it. Well, it's also, strict. also that's that happened down here in Florida where you're talking about the the books. So the uh, Republicans, the committees down here in Sarasota, changed that. They they got the actual libraries. Um, they voted that the libraries couldn't put these books into the public libraries couldn't put these books into. Uh, the school systems because they can go the kids can go to the public library and go to the books and so sure. they they got that done they so it takes time for the local people to work that but they did that in in Sarasota they got that out they, wow they, that would be fantastic it. yeah I mean <clears throat> nice part of the issue though here too Tanya as you know um with a lot of the work too that Liz Crokin's doing and she'll be at this event I mean I researched the Pritzkers and the World Economic Forum and Tom Pritzker, who is the CEO of Hyatt Hotels, who is J.B. Pritzker's cousin. You know, he is on he's in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. Yeah. You know, is he the transgender or is under, that his brother? He's under 13 brother. different phone numbers. It's his cousin, brother. Tom. Yeah. He's got a brother. Yeah. That's, that's pretty that's bad transgender, too. though, too. Yeah. That's another cousin. So yeah. James, who used to be Jennifer, but now goes by James Pritzker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was a cousin. His pe his sister Penny Pritzker is also part of the World Economic Forum. Has been part of. Right. He's now part of the Biden administration as well, but was part of the Obama administration, yeah. and actually spoke at the World Economic Forum at one of their events in 2016. So I mean, they're all kind of yeah. complicit in this, and they're all following that. You know, if you look at the World Economic Forum and the UN, they talk about minor attracted people changing. Yeah. You know, from pedophilia to minor attracted people, or calling it age gap love, yeah. and yeah. trying yeah. to make this all normal. And yeah. it's not normal. And the more that they push this on these kids and normalize it, they desensitize these kids and think it's okay. They think having sex is okay. They think that yeah. someone touching them inappropriately is okay. Yeah. You know, and they let them in their, 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 you know, circle and yeah. they think that this is okay and it's not. And so yeah. all of those things are part of the plan and a part of their agenda to yeah. take over. It's like with all of the Saul Alinsky principles and things like that, it's, it's all connected. Oh, yep. it's connected. It, it's not. These guys have a lot of money. This police, this governor, they have huge <laughs> amounts. Of, they're very wealthy. They they were put in place. Many of these people in the in these real left states. New England's full of it. Um, uh, we just left Michigan. Michigan's an absolute mess. It's an absolute mess, and it has very similar problems as Illinois does. Um, and the dropping off of children in the middle of the night. There's busloads being dropped off, you know, I mean, everywhere, even the union guys are talking about how bad this is in Illinois. Right. So, you know, it takes, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of, it takes the community. It takes people to be educated, yeah. more educated than the law enforcement are. That's really the key to what I want to do is I want to, I want the neighbors, I want the people in the neighborhoods to, to know more than the, than the, than the law enforcement do, because they will be able to talk and speak to them and demand because they know, they know it's, it, knowledge is key, you know, yes. and the right. more you learn about these things, because, you know, a lot of the team that I have, they, their, their information and Intel comes from their victims and the, and yeah. the rescues and, and the, then of course the investigative journalism that's going on in, in uh, this team. I mean, it, 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 they, they learn so much. That stuff is coming right off the streets. Yeah. So people need to listen to this. And then, you know what? And the other problem too is 
people still don't think this stuff is real. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah. In fact, let's, let's talk about that after the break, because that was something um, that's, that's exactly what I was going to bring up yeah. as, as I talked to my friends because of no, I mean, Michelle's yeah. a friend, you know, Michelle, like, I'm like, Michelle's not just somebody who, like, I heard her story. Like we were friends yeah. and she was sharing what her life has been like as I'm sharing my life. And I'm like, wait, what have you gone through? Like, yeah. you know, so yeah, there's a lot here that I would love. Let's talk about that. So we're going to take a quick break, everybody. Hang tight. You know that we, um, we do this show because of our sponsors, because of our affiliates. We love them dearly. We are so grateful. We have a handful of amazing sponsors. There's some new ones that I'm partnering with that you will see some shows coming out specifically about some just amazing products of how to you to be healthy, how to get yourself to a place where you've got your physical stamina and your physical body strong enough to do this fight that we are all in because we cannot fight these things if we're sickly. We can't fight these things if we're tired. We've got to get enough sleep and we've got to be ready to be in this fight and engage. So hang tight. We will be right back. Hi, everybody. This is Tanya Joy from The Tanya Joy Show, also known as Beauty for Ashes. And I want to take a quick minute and talk to you about my new favorite sprays. This is by Verve Vitamins. Now, I want to show you this one in particular. I've got three here that I use on a very regular basis. One is Sunny, it's called. Let's see if we can see it. And I'm going to show you a quick commercial. This is vitamin D3, and it is amazing if you need to be in the sun and get those extra vitamins. This one is Energy. These are vitamin sprays. You do seven sprays in your mouth, and it takes care of your vitamins. You can travel with them. I mean, these are small. They're the size of a pen. You can stick them in your purse. But this one right now is what you need to get. This is called cold. It's vitamin C and zinc. I came down with a little bit of something right around the new year, and I started spraying this. I actually used it three times a day. And you guys, it's less than five days later, and it is gone. So you need to check out Verve Vitamins. Stick around, I'm gonna show you the video. And in that video, it's gonna show you the website to go to. You will get a discount with our code, TanyaJoy. So be sure you check this out. This is gonna change your life. I'm telling you, these are amazing. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, political instability. All of these can have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. But they can also cause gold and silver to go up. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Buy gold, buy silver, buy now, but buyer beware. Precious metals companies are not created equal. As a PhD economist, I have been in the financial, economic, and precious metals business for three decades. The philosophy of my firm is people over profit. I encourage you to read my bio to learn more about me at kirkelliotphd.com. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, 401k, and outside of a retirement plan. 
Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets any longer. Call 720-605-3900 or visit KirkElliottPhD.com. Hi there, I'm Dr. Mark Sherwood. And I'm Dr. Michelle Sherwood with the Functional Medical Institute, a clinic I founded in early 2012 where we treat patients from around the world. Since you're here, you're probably wondering about your health or the health of a loved one. Or maybe about your future health. How do you want that to look, feel, and function in 10 years and beyond? In our upcoming webinar, we're going to talk about the wonders of the human body, a truly amazing machine, blood tests, and DNA, your hormones. Everybody talks about hormones, but do you really understand them? You will. And you'll have an opportunity to ask questions in a live chat and schedule a consultation at a big discount. Our goal is to empower you to take control of your health through education, state-of-the-art diagnostic testing, and a personalized lifestyle plan, including nutrition and exercise tailored to your unique needs. Our view of your health is prevention and healing the root cause rather than symptom-based treatment. And we treat the whole person because you are a heart, a mind, and a body. Are you looking for more energy, improved sleep, excess weight loss, and increased strength? Our approach is probably unlike anything you've experienced in what we call the sick care system. We work to build on what's right with you to see positive change with what's wrong with you. The truth is there's a lot of hope for both you and your future. A webinar can be a starting line to a transformed life. Just click below to sign up. It just takes a few seconds. Hope you'll join us for one of the two upcoming webinars. All right. Welcome back, everybody. As always, you can watch us on Rumble, Clout Hub, uh, my, my Facebook channel, all those podcast streaming places. You can also watch us on the Blessed News Network, which is being run by Jake Lang, the J6 prisoner who has been behind bars now for over three years, has never been in front of a judge. I mean, this is this is your America, people. We, th this is why we're fighting. This is real. Um, he's got an amazing new site called the Blessed News TV dot com. And you can go there. It's like Rumble. You can look up Tanya Joy. Please subscribe over there. You'll see our content. And I'm going to start having coffee talk little clips up there as well. So, all right, let's get the ladies back in here. Thank you so much, both of you, for being here and, and sharing all this. It's just, it's such important information. And as we were talking before the break, there are still people that they really don't believe that this is happening. They, they don't see it. So what do you say? I mean, Mary, you've been doing this so long. What do you say to those people that are like, that's just a one-off thing. That doesn't really happen. How, how do you know that really happens? Yeah, well... You know, first of all, you got to get people to get off the mainstream media. You got to get people to understand what they're listening. I ask them all the time, what do you what what kind of news do you watch? What kind of media do you watch? Um, I have a lot of people that ask me, you know, from where I come from, New England is a very, you know, it was conservative at one point, but it's very left right now. And it's it's very uh, it's a very dark place right now. And and um you know, I, I have a lot of people that ask me what I do and I tell them and they look at me like they're with blank stares. Yeah. And, and, you know, I went through my own experience with my children uh, and their father and also my grandchildren and with CPS and foster care and, and abuse. And, and my daughter was in a terrible marriage. Their father died very young uh, mm -hmm. of cancer at 40 years old. Um, 
and he he had a, a terrible illness, very bad cancer. And I was left with two little teenagers, you know, who were a mess because their father died. I, I mean, so I have, you know, having your own experience yeah. like Michelle it's has. Personal. Yeah, you 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 understand, you know, and and you understand how this this real pain feels. It's it's pain mm -hmm. that uh, uh, parents go through and families go through when when a child has been hurt any kind, you know, or, you know, something. So that helps. But the mainstream media is lying. They never tell the truth. Um, so, you know, I, I'm very shocked and awe about this as my life has gone through, you know, my own family, my brother and so forth and, and everything we've been through. I, I don't hold back anymore. And, and I really, I really believe now we can't, you, can, mm -hmm. you gotta tell them that, you know, a child gets raped 10 times a day and I stop and I look at their face and I, and I say a rape 10 times a day. You know what I mean? It's, it's really important that people understand that this does happen and there is statistics and there is facts and people don't just, just do this for the fun of it. You know, people, there's, you know, we're not out here just, I mean, just all you got to do is look at the abortion. I mean, yeah. talk about killing babies. I mean, you yeah. know, pro-life. Pro I mean, these these states want, you know, full term abortions. Like, what are we doing here? There's no respect for children. There's, There's no, no respect. Right. There's no respect for life at all. No respect for life. Yeah. We, these people want to take God right out of our our whole country, our whole hearts. And, you know, you know, I'm, I'm just I mean, I grew up in a very pro-life family. My mother was a founder of the right to life uh, movement in this country with some of her best friends. Uh, one was a judge, Magaskar. His his wife was an amazing woman, a big lawyer out of out of uh, uh, New York. There weren't many people fighting for pro life, you know. Um, so I just, you know, it's just. I mean, I've been around it, so you know, I really don't hold back. Uh, and these summits, that's one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to go around and and tell the communities from people that have been doing this a very long time, you know. All of them have been persecuted. They've all lost their their livelihoods. Uh, they've had death threats. They've lost everything. These guys that are on this team, and they can talk about it. I mean, Lara's been, you know, in Afghanistan. She was gang raped. You know, she was. You know, this woman knows. She's been in. She's been in horrific areas all over the world. She knows exactly what, you know, it feels like, and she's seen the the the, the real sadness. Uh, and Liz Krogan, my gosh, Liz Krogan was thrown, you know, death threats on her. She's had, you know, all the things she reported and investigated is all true. I mean, yeah. she's, you know, validated and, and it's, and the stories are incredible. Mike Smith out of Hollywood. I mean, yeah. they, they, it's, uh, it's the real thing. I mean, tossed him out, you know, yeah. once put that movie out, that was it. He, he was done. Well, you can. You can't. If you're a truth, if you're going to speak on this topic, I mean, it, it, you know, that my my daughter, Michelle, knows my oldest daughter sure. has, has been captured by this trans agenda mindset. And so she won't speak to us because I won't. Oh, there you go. I won't speak. Yeah. I'm not going to call her. I, I said right from the start, if you want your friends to call you this new name. You're an adult. I can't change that. But right. I birthed you. I have the scars. Yeah. I was there when they said what your sex was. No, I can't do that because I'm going to answer to God someday. And I'm more 
scared of that than I am, you know, bowing. But that I'm telling you, you go up against good you. these. Good for you. That's more. exactly what you need to do with your children. Listen, I've had this. I'm I'm a grandmother of four, three teenagers, 15 year olds and a 12 year old. And I'll tell you something. You stick by your your faith because that they they become they have to become responsible for their own actions. Yeah. And you need to do that. You need to. I had to do it. My middle daughter, I had to let her go. It's the prodigal. I mean, when you understand what the prodigal father did, I talk to families at churches about this all the time. And I'm like, you need to understand the prodigal father does not tweet and text and send letters and beg his son to come home. The prodigal father goes, God, bring him to the end of himself and I will prepare the fatted cow and be prepared when he returns. Right. Well, the, the, the other thing that came to my head when I, fir- when I first had to let my daughter go and, uh, and do it and do it that way, it's hard love, tough love kind of stuff yeah. and, and know that I, you can't let them, uh, you, you have to stick to your morals and your principles, uh, your values, your heart and soul with the Lord, and you have to make it right with him. One of the things that came that he brought into my mind is you can never, you know, parents sometimes what we call idolize and, and an idol. If you, you know, it's not just a statue. It's a lot of things. It can be a lot of things, but one of, one of the problems that parents do have is they, they start to become idle with their children, idolize and you, and you don't, and you, and you want to change them and you want, you know, you, all your concentration, everything goes into this, this child who's, who's struggling with its with whatever, but you can't do that after one. That's actually very sinful to do. So the Lord showed me that. And I'll tell you, that opened my eyes big time and it changed my life. Yep. Once, once he said, stop, you're, yep. you're, you're crossing the line because you do. Parents cross the line with, with their kids uh, because you can't, you can't do everything for them. You know, you know, it's they have right. a free will at, at, at a point. Right. So, so at this event now for this summit, what are some of the things for people? Because obviously it's one, it's vital that people need to realize this is a problem. But even if you're watching, if you're listening and you're like, I mean, maybe this is a problem, maybe it is come to this event so that you will see the document, you're going to hear the stories and then share what are people going to learn? What are they going to get to walk away with? Well, they're going to walk away with a, an awful lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're first of all going to walk away with a panel. And because this panel has Michelle, Liz, the panel is going to discuss. I mean, Illinois has a lot to discuss. There's a lot to discuss. A lot to discuss. About Illinois. So yeah. the, the, the reality of their own state, they're going to walk away with, with Boz with a, with a call to action as well. And they're also going to walk away very motivated. And we've seen this happen now. This is the third state now. And the impact is very big because because the next, because they walk away with a feeling of a lot of um, things that they think is happening. It, it will it will put them into their place. It really mm-hmm. will. It will make them understand that this is real. This is my state. And now what am I going to do about it? And we'll give them something to do. We'll, we'll, we'll give them a call to action. And, and Boz does it. So the first training starts with Tina Boz, which is for the first responders. And these are um, situations where also even realtors, even people who own multiple homes or rental properties or all kinds of first responding people. That's, that's a lot of people. That's not just 
you know, firemen and yeah, you know, that's a good point. I never thought about that. You have a, a rental home and somebody goes in because oh, yeah. there's no records. He goes right? through a whole series of what to wow. look for, how to you know how this happens, what the criminals are doing. It's in it and it's it's victimizing patterns, all kinds of stuff. And wow. then we're going to have a real this is a new one, which is really I'm excited about Charlotte Jones. And she does the unexpected healthcare crisis, which is human trafficking and healthcare, which is huge. If we could get EMTs, if we could get, you know, the, the emergency room people to identify chi a child being trafficked, which a lot of times these traffickers will bring that child in to be looked at because they're hurt because they've been raped. Okay. Yeah. And they have something wrong with them, a, a, you know, bladder infection or whatever is going on that child is going through. And a lot of times that could be the first person to save that child. Yes. Now, we gotta, we gotta get them to get on board. And this woman has been doing this quite, quite a bit. She's, she's a medical background. She has, you know, she's, an RN she's good. And then we have parents and caring, uh, caring adult programs, which uh, Tina will teach again. She's Tina is a chaplain. Okay. She is rescued many, many children. I mean, right out of the, wow. right out of the depths of cartel hands. I mean, this woman, if anybody can take a child away from and change a cartel, it's this woman. She has a gift for wow. this and she has taken children right out of their hands. Amazing. Um, and we have an overcomer seminar, which is really going to be awesome. That's Lindsay Piper Loomis. And she's doing this for the survivors and the victims. I, I watched her in Michigan and she she did a, a fantastic program. Um, and I want to stress that a lot of these things that we're going to, that people are going to learn and be trained and, and, and get involved with as far as educating themselves is you can't do these online. People right. say, is this online? Can we do this online? No. That's the problem that the law enforcement have. They do these protocol little, you know, online courses that tell you some stuff about child, you know, and it's nothing. This stuff comes from victims. This stuff is very, it's very confidential. It's very uh, intimate. It's very important to listen to the stories. Okay. It, it helps people. And I'm very excited about the legal and uh, resource library. We have two lawyers coming that are family court lawyers. They all, they both serve as family court lawyers, lawyers and other type, they do other types of law, but they've put this incredible uh, resource library together for Illinois. And they're going to be doing a talk on that asking, you could, they can ask questions. Last Michigan, we had some people wanting to talk to some lawyers about family court, yeah. you know, some kind because of, because that's a whole other, that's a whole other layer because then you could get yes. there and you could get to the courts and the courts are in on it. And then they just let them right. go. Or, you know, that's where the laws and the bills. Wow, right. Well, family courts, family courts are where kids get taken out and yes. they get put into foster care and really basically family court across the whole country uh -huh. is the same. It's just, you know, and they're corrupt. It's corrupt. So corrupt. Yeah. It's a really bad court in Iraq, it actually needs to be taken. It, it it actually needs to be, I think, needs to be gone. I, I don't believe that we need because a lot of the family courts, I mean, divorces can be settled in another way. It doesn't yeah. need a family court because a lot of the times family court, two parents, there's a criminal element. Yes. So somebody's either assaulted a kid or you know, right. they don't deal with any criminal basis at all. They don't want they don't even want to hear about it, especially if a child's been hurt by the father sexually. And that happens a lot. 
or the mother or the mother i'm not saying that but right. they don't handle any of that stuff right. so and then the neck and then we have artificial intelligence which is our signature uh because um general flynn has 5g his manuals and he has the new one from uh, uh, ai manuals and there'll be a whole you know we're going to end the summit with that panel and and questions and that was very successful in michigan because everybody could ask questions and, and uh, talk about, and Liz Krogan will be on that one too. So it's, it's full. One of the, the great things of this panel is uh, Michelle. The other thing I wanted to say earlier was Michelle is going to be able to um, tell a story and, um, and then relate to that with her own peers in that, in that group, yeah. you know? So, you know, telling those stories, that's kind of what we need. We need that local uh-huh. kind of, you know, and experience or or people that are you know it's rare that we get a person like michelle who's gone into this all the way to a bill i mean she's really her her stenoma and her tenacity and her Mm -hmm. drive has not stopped which is what we need people to do don't don't give up just because my child's okay because there's all kinds of children now that we're dealing with like yeah one of the biggest problems is we have no place to put these children we don't have any place to put these children. There's only 238 shelters for tra- child trafficker children in the otherwise whole country. Go, yeah, or otherwise they go into the foster care system. Oh yeah, God. it's a serious crisis. Yeah, it's for child trafficking. Period, and we're going to need them. So you know, I'm trying to help a a, a place in in Charlotte, Port Charlotte. They want to they want to take on you know opening a a, a place for children. You know, when these guys rescue children, they yeah, where do they go? They don't want to put them into foster uh-uh. care. They they do have places, but you know, they have to have a very strong relationship with, you know, it's it's tough. It's a tough situation, but more and more children are going to need places to go because we right. we've got to yeah, break because that. this is I mean, this is truly an epidemic. Care. Yeah. We've got to break that foster care system and, and down. I mean, that's we had problem. we had you know, Illinois has got a problem. They just fired their 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 uh, DC the DCYF right the DC the child the DCFS yep yep the, the, the head of DCFS is the one that just got fired. Well, do you remember Michelle, the little boy that DCFS came out? They lived. In fact, his poor little body was found literally on the other side of the street. Look at I don't know why the AI talk about AI sees my finger up and it gives a thumbs up. Um, <laughs> drives me nuts. Um, out by where I used to live. Um, oh, what was his name? Is it, not Andrew. He was five years old. They lived up by me. Um, and DCFS had made, I can't tell you how many house calls of abuse. Yeah. Teachers, they all saw it. This little boy was coming to school with bruises. Uh, they, the parents. Shame killed, on them. Shame on them. Killed him. Yep. Kept him in their house for days. And yeah. then brought him and buried him in a field. And the, I remember that it was right at the beginning of the lockdowns that then all of a sudden all these, you know, helicopters are above our house. And I'm like, what is going on? They found this sweet little kid's body. Yeah. DCFS went there. Yeah. Well, the in, uh, inspector general is the one that, that broke this. Inspector general gave them a very bad, very bad report on all right. the deaths of children that in Illinois are yeah. occurring. Yeah. I so sent that to you too, Tanya. If you want to put it in the links below yeah, and we're done. It, is sent, that the one you sent me via text, right? Yes. So I sent that to you as well. I think that's the thing too, is, you know, people don't think this is real, right? 
But in addition to that, they don't think it's ever going to happen to them. Right. Exactly. You know, I thought the same thing. <clears throat> I never thought this would ever happen to me, you know, <laughs> and to my son. Like, you don't right. ever think that. And then at the very same time, all the stuff is going on with Jerry Sandusky, you know, from Penn State. Um, all the stuff was going on with Dennis Hastert at the same time. All of that was in our face every day, you know, and, and so we couldn't even escape it. And man, I, I can't even tell you, like our house was just a living hell. It was terrible. Like it, it was so toxic because this was just hanging over us every single day for three years, you know, and um, it was terrible. And I just want people to understand that, you know, just because you catch somebody doesn't mean that it's over. You know, you have to stay in the fight. Right. I, my friends at the time, they're like, if this would have been anybody else, they would have just walked away. Right. You know, I got told no so many times that we can't do this. This isn't, we can't, yeah. this, this is never going to go through. You're going to have to take a plea deal. He's, you know, he'll still be able to teach. And, you know, I'm like, no, I'm like, how is this okay? You know, and then I find out later, you know, the, um, yeah. so at the state's attorney's office, you know, you always have a victim liaison. And she was fantastic. You know, we at first didn't hit it off very well because she was on vacation when my first, when my case first went to the state's attorney. And I thought they were just kind of like turning me over to this woman. Right. And she was our victim liaison. And she asked me a few years later after we ran into each other in town, asked how my son was doing. And I said, he's really kind of struggling. He's not doing that great. He feels guilty. You know, he felt like responsible for this guy losing his job. I mean, all of these things. And she's like, I want you to let him know that there was a soccer coach that lived in the same town as this teacher. And they end up bringing that soccer coach in and he was convicted of raping some underage children under the age of 10 on that soccer team. And it was the teacher that was grooming my son that came and bailed that guy out. So they're all connected. Oh. They, they're all. Yeah. So she's like, you don't know what could have happened. Right. And then like you just said, never know the one. Th I mean, we just right. we never know. That's why we can't right. even if, you know, if you're watching this and you're you don't have any kids or you don't have any grandkids and you're like, this doesn't affect me. Then guess what? You don't have any any extra burdens that you have to be really taking care of. So you could get in the fight even more. <laughs> you right. could get in. And actually go, guess what? I've got all this free time and I'm going to save the kids because there are thousands upon thousands of kids that don't have a voice and their oh, families yeah. are not their voice. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's yeah, one of the biggest problems that we have is, right. you know, that 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 there's money, many of our friends, you know, let our children go. These people had seven children ripped out of their homes by a raid because oh. there was a complaint because because they were homeschooling their kids and somebody didn't like it. And so they called the, the, you know, DCYF or whatever, they, whatever that is, Kentucky, and they raided their house and took all seven. One of them was nursing the mother. And so, you know, this is this is this is the stuff. And they still fight to this day because they haven't seen four of their children. Three of them are, are aged out. They still haven't seen their the four baby, the babies. So this I is, can't even imagine as a mom, like a I'd be in jail because I'd have shot somebody by now. <laughs> well, you know, like Michelle, I mean, oh. she'll agree with me that, you know, and even myself, when I was fighting for my daughter and my grandchildren who were taken in the middle of the night by cops and everybody and uh, very corrupt. But you you need to turn this energy into something positive. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I couldn't just stop. I couldn't, I couldn't just 
I, I constantly would think about all these other kids and yeah. this happens. Like, you know, I was, I was discovering a system that was doing this to men who were good fathers too, yeah, right. good fathers too, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, I just, I just couldn't, I can't, it just helps you get through it though. Yeah, That's my right. Point. It helps you get through it. Right. Where where can people register and make sure that they get whatever they need to be at this event now in January? So go to www.americaswithanassfuture.net and then get in the fight and then you can go right to Illinois. It has all it has the Illinois uh, and it's uh, for the whole weekend. It's sixty dollars. So amazing. So very, very inexpensive. Very. You know, there's the great you can see a movie. You can meet all these people. We're all available to you, you know, to. Right. To the community, we really, really encourage. I'm really hoping that the church communities send people here because that's the really, that's really yeah. what I want is is those church. communities because they need to take a stand against this. They really yeah. do, and they're the they're their neighbor. They're the neighbors. They're the people. And a lot of times, uh, in churches, you know, this pastor has been gracious enough to have us through. He's Michelle. awesome. Yeah, he knows, so I, he knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and that's amazing. You know, and I mean, that's but there's that's, very few like that. There's very right. few. Most of the churches, right. even my story with my daughter, I know that's there are right. other people close. I've offered. Can I do a class? Let me do something for yeah. the parents. We need to talk yes. about this. Nobody will touch it. They're scared to death. So you bury your head and you're basically complicit with allowing yeah. it to continue. That's and it's problem. amazing. Like my pastor last week, let me, the, the entire sermon was my story and, you know, about what we're going to be doing at the summit. And like, he let the whole, the whole thing was about that. It's just amazing um, that he, yeah, that he allowed he's, that he's, to happen. Yeah. And he's, he's amazing. Just, you know, speaking truth at our church and talks about all of this stuff going on, talks about all the LGBTQ stuff. He talks about yeah. everything and about all of the things they're putting in, in the schools and how that goes against God's word and brings it all back to the Bible, all of it. Always. Um, yeah. Every it's single amazing. time. And, you know, the one thing too, that you were talking about, you know, when, when my son was in high school, there was another teacher at the time, right before all of this came out, who accused me of being a helicopter parent because I was paying attention to what was going on with my son. Right. And I'm like, if people know me, they, they know that I'm not a helicopter parent. Yes. I pay attention to what was going on with my kid, but I was also holding him accountable to things. And then as he got older and, you know, he was in the Marine Corps and had had some trouble in the Marine Corps because of all of this history. And he never really dealt with it. Didn't get the counseling that he needed. And I told him at the time, I said, you know what, Andrew, I'm like, you can keep spiraling out of control and everyone be like, oh, poor Andrew, look what happened to him. I said, or you can actually become the person that God intended you to be and you fight and you become that person and you work through this and you get that counseling that you need. And that's what's important, too, is that people make sure that they take care of their mental health through this whole thing and yeah. make sure that they're, they're taking care of themselves that way, too, because this takes a toll on your on your heart, your mind, all of it. It sure does. Well, like I always say, you're a hero. <laughs> you're you are remarkable, Michelle. And um, yeah, anything that we can do, I'm just so it's so encouraging and exciting to see what has transpired in what a year, barely, right? Not right. even a full year. And now, I mean, this is it's just amazing. But 
these are the days we're in and you took it and you knew that God was stronger and that he would have your back. And wow. Well, I just am so grateful to know you and I'm so honored to have both of you on the show and be able to share about this. And um, for all of those viewers, please share this to your friends and family so that more people will show up at this. It's so good. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And General Flynn always says that tears are not a sign of weakness. That's They're right. a sign of determination. Oh, no. He cries. He's yeah. a crier. He, we all <laughs> cry. Our family cries. My father was a great man. He cried all, you know. He, it's, I mean, yeah. we, you know, it's just it's just part of the way we are. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's so good. Great well, man. you all, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining. As always, you can watch this um, 414 on Rumble, Cloud Hub, Facebook every day, Central Time. You can also catch the shows on the Blessed News Network. So please check that out as well. Thank you so much for watching. Please help us by doing your part and sharing this with at least five of your friends and family. God bless you. And until next time, bye for now. As our audience knows, uh, we don't do it. We don't promote anything unless it works. I fell off a ladder, fell down on, the, on my leg, opened it up, and there was great pain in it. So I, I, I used the patch, and immediately it went away. No pain. Backed by scientific research and rigorous lab testing, even people who have suffered for decades are getting amazing results. We now have hundreds of testimonials for pain relief, allergy relief, anti-anxiety, brain boost, keto boost, and many other solutions, all with zero drugs and no side effects. Quantum is simply about two things. One, intentions, as a man thinketh, so he is. And two, renewing your mind with the word of God. This unique yet potent multi-sensory approach is powerful, and it works. The patch provides the touch, and the included prayer guide uses your sight, speech, and hearing to utilize the senses God gave you. That's the quantum effect. Are you ready to experience the quantum effect? Go to QEstrong.com and use code B4A at checkout. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and remember you were created for such a time as this.